All right, here we go. Here we go. That was that was lame. I should not do that. What is going on, party people? My name is Grace Curtolo, and this is the fifth episode of She's Got Balls podcast. Today is Monday, July 27th, 2020, still in the COVID pandemic, but we are not slowing down. We are actually speeding up. So buckle up, get ready. We have so much sports to talk about. We don't have any guests with you today. So you're just running with me and we are going to talk about what happened last week with the pregame recaps, pregame details for the games coming up, return to play and league updates, our weekly hoot hoot and a holler, and sports content of the week. We have so, so much to talk about, so we are going to jump right into it. I am back in Buffalo, New York. I've been spending a lot of this lovely quarantine down in Orlando. Now I know you are so stressed out thinking, oh my gosh, Grace, but the NBA and MLS is there. I thought you were going to infiltrate the bubble. Do not worry. I might have not gotten in yet, but that does does not mean I am lacking opportunities. And I will explain why later in the podcast. Starting off with the game recaps from this past week, the MLS Major League Soccer started their knockout round this past Saturday with a total of 16 teams. Orlando and Montreal was the first match of the bracket, and on Saturday, Orlando beat Montreal 1-0 to move on, and New England got eliminated by Philadelphia after losing 0-1. Yesterday, or Sunday, Sporting KC beat Vancouver in penalty kicks in order to advance, and NYC FC beat Toronto FC 3-1. As of today, and the MLS is back tournament quarter finals, we have Philadelphia, Sporting KC, NYCFC, and Orlando. On the women's side with the NWSL, semifinals were this past Wednesday where Portland lost to the Houston Dash and Chicago Red Stars beat Sky Blue FC. So yesterday, Sunday afternoon, was the championship game of the Challenge Cup out in Utah, where the Houston Dash beat the Chicago Red Stars 2-0. to zero. The Houston Dash raised the NWSL Cup and is this year's champion. Congratulations to all of the women on the Houston Dash team and congratulations on a successful season to everyone in the league. This past Thursday was the opening day for Major League Baseball MLB. Dr. Fauci, who has been really the face of this entire COVID-19 pandemic, threw the first pitch. The Yankees and Washington Nationals, where Yankees beat the Nationals 4-1. Following the Yankees win, the LA Dodgers smashed the San Francisco Giants 8-1. to If you didn't check out the games, some stadiums had fan cutouts in the stands, which was super fun to see. And I was able to watch some of the games to see, you know, what they were actually doing. And some of the broadcasts did have crowd noise, which I didn't mind because it was pretty subtle. However, the only thing I didn't really like was that I was watching a game this past weekend and they had augmented reality fans or AR fans 
in the entire ballpark, a player in the outfield would go catch a ball. You could just see all these fake fans cheering with the graphics. And that was super weird to me. I think I would rather just have no one in the stands just because, I don't know, it was it was just a little creepy to me. We also have lacrosse coming back, the amazing Premier Lacrosse League, PLL. If you haven't yet realized, I love lacrosse. I played lacrosse in college, but I also love the PLL because this is only their second season, and I think they are doing such an amazing job with how clean cut the league is. So their quick season is only two weeks. It started this past Saturday. The Whip Snakes beat the Redwoods 13 to 9, and the Chaos lost to the Chrome 9 to 13. The WNBA also kicked off their seasons with three games Saturday night. The first game of the season out in Bradenton, Florida at the IMG Academy was the New York Liberty and Seattle Storm. And the Seattle Storm won 87-71. to The league played the national anthem at the beginning, and when the anthem started, both teams walked off the court during it and went to their respected areas to show their support for Breonna Taylor. Ending the game recaps from last week, we are heading to Fight Island. The Saturday night, Whittaker fought Till as the main event and Whittaker won. There were also six other fights that night. And yeah, honestly, that's all I can say. <laughs> oh, I've not, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. I can't even pretend because fighting to me is something that I was never interested in. But we'll get through that. We're, we're going to figure it out, okay? I'm holding myself to it. You can hold me to it as well. We are going to get more in-depth with UFC later on. Ooh, baby, pregame details. Here we go. This week, we have the quarterfinals for the MLS. So there are eight teams left in the MLS is back tournament down in Orlando, Florida. On Thursday, July 30th, Philadelphia and Sporting KC will play at 8 p.m., and Friday at 7.30, Orlando City will play against either Seattle or LAFC, which play tonight at 11 p.m. And then this Saturday, August 1st, which WTF, I cannot believe it's freaking August 1st this Saturday. I think I speak for a lot of people when I say it still feels like March. But whatever, there will be two games this Saturday, so be on the lookout for that. And the NBA, mark your calendars for this Thursday, July 30th, for the tip-off at 6.30 p.m. The Utah Jazz will face the Pelicans. Following that, at 9 p.m., there will be the battle of the L.A. teams with the L.A. Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers. You can watch both games on TNT. Shout out to the Warner Media ad sales teams. Holler. And for the Women's Basketball League, we have three games every day starting at 7 p.m., except for today, Monday, so you can check them out the rest of the week. They have a bunch of games coming up. If you missed Sabrina's WNBA debut with the New York Liberty, you can watch her this week, Wednesday, at 8 p.m. against the Dallas Wings on CBS. The NHL is going to start their Stanley Cup tournament or playoffs, if you want to call it, this Saturday at 12 p.m. The New York Rangers will go against Carolina and four more games will continue into the night on Saturday. And once again, saving the best for last, of course, is the Premier Lacrosse League PLL. 
They have two games tonight at 7 and 9.30 p.m., and they will continue group play throughout this week. So if you want to catch any of the PLL games, they will all be on NBC Sports. No guest, so we are jumping into return to play updates by league, starting off with the MLS. This is actually not even really return to play updates anymore. It's just league updates because the MLS is in their quarterfinal stage, as mentioned, and now they have all moved into the Swan and Dolphin Hotel. And to be specific, the Swan. So the hotel will be governed by a tiered system in order to minimize the possibility of spreading COVID-19. Swinging over to the MLB, Alyssa Nacken, I believe is how you say her last name. And if that is not, I apologize, is the first female coach in MLB history and was on the field for the San Francisco Giants game. I was listening and it is such a cool story to hear how she actually never even thought of coaching in the MLB. However, after speaking with the front office and other coaches, she received a job offer. So it's super exciting to hear that they finally have a female coach in the MLB. So congratulations, Alyssa and the San Francisco Giants. As I mentioned earlier, some ballparks are having fun with cutouts and trying to have fans in a fun, free COVID way. And when I say cardboard cutouts, if you haven't checked it out yet, teams like the Mets have sold cardboard cutout of fans. So you could send your picture in and they will cut out a cardboard of whatever picture you sent. If it's a dog, your aunt, uncle, yourself, just cheering your team on, which is a really nice fan engagement tool. Also, some ballparks that are in the city with neighboring buildings, you can see fans on top of different apartment buildings or offices, and it's really cool to see. And honestly, if I had one of those apartments with a rooftop access, I would be charging people to get up there because it's the only live view you can have of baseball right now. So the MLB is not implementing a bubble. They are traveling to each other's fields just like they regularly would. However, there are, of course, some health and safety points that the MLB said before the season that will be implemented. Just to run through a few, each team had to submit a COVID-19 action plan. Wet rags for pitchers will be used instead of licking their fingers. Expanded dugouts and bullpen spaces are required in ballparks. For the lineup cards, it has to be done through a mobile app. And then the last one is spitting is prohibited. No spitting allowed. Now, I did see some players this weekend in a few different games spitting and I am sure that is an impossible habit to break, especially as an MLB player. I'm curious what the heck the MLB is going to do about that. Is that an actual guideline that they could be getting fined because they did spit? And if so, that would be crazy. So I'm going to look into that to see if these people are actually losing money for spitting. Last week, I talked about how Canada is not allowing the Toronto Blue Jays to play in their home park due to COVID concerns, which is completely understandable. So this past week, the Jays tried to play and reach out to Pittsburgh over their AAA park in Buffalo. And the state of Pennsylvania said no as well. So they had to reach out to Buffalo. And of course, Buffalo, New York, welcomed them with open arms. I am so excited because now that the Blue Jays are going to be in Buffalo, maybe I can get in there. 
They were supposed to have their first home game this weekend, but since they have to renovate some things in Buffalo in order to accommodate the MLB, like lighting and stuff, the Jays won't be able to play in Buffalo until next week. And one last baseball thing. I am not surprised already. We have our first COVID outbreak. This morning, it was reported that the Miami Marlins have at least 14 players and coaches who tested positive. So they are canceling their home opener against Baltimore today and remain in Philadelphia. I honestly think it's just a matter of time before it continues to spread since they are not in the bubble, but hopefully I'm wrong and hopefully the Marlins will quarantine and get back into the season. Bouncing on over to the NBA. First, you can find on our Instagram that the NBA created a mini barbershop right inside the NBA bubble. They threw it up on an open patch of grass and now NBA players can always be looking fresh thanks to their new barbershop. The NBA reported this week that zero NBA players tested positive since July 13th, which is amazing to hear that the bubble and the plan is actually working. So congrats to the NBA and the health staff on that one. We have our first game, as mentioned earlier, July 30th. So get ready to have some basketball back. On the woman's side, the WNBA announced that they are dedicating their entire season to Breonna Taylor, who was shot and killed by police in March in her own home. Black Lives Matter on the court has been painted and underneath all of their jerseys below their name and number is in black and white, actually Brianna Taylor's name. Players are also wearing warm-ups with shirts that say, say her name on them. When the players announced that they were dedicating this season to Brianna Taylor, they also announced that players are dedicating the season to the campaign called Say Her Name, which is focused on supporting black women who are not able and still not able to have a voice or are not being heard. Earlier, I mentioned Sabrina, and in case you have no idea who the heck that is, she was the number one draft pick in the WNBA and just graduated from Oregon. Not only is she an incredible basketball player, but she developed a personal relationship with Gianna and Kobe Bryant because she coached and helped Kobe with the Mamba Academy. Shooting on over to the PLL, Premier Lacrosse League. They also have cutouts in the stands if you haven't checked out any of their games yet. And I would like to point out that they were actually the first to announce that they were doing the cardboard cutouts. So they deserve the credit if any credit needs to be given to them because it looks amazing and they have some superstars out there with the cutouts. When the season started on Saturday, the announcers talked to coach Bill Belichick during the game over video because if you didn't know, he is a huge lacrosse fan. Then on Sunday during the Atlas Waterdog game, the announcers spoke to quarterback Drew Brees because he is also now a huge lacrosse and PLL fan. One of his sons started playing lacrosse a few years ago and Drew Brees actually said multiple times that lacrosse is his new favorite sport and if his sons were to pursue any sport that's the one he wants which was really cool to hear. All right it's football time. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans entered training camp this past Saturday and the rest of the league will report into training camp 
tomorrow or Tuesday. The NFL honestly has a big task ahead of them to try and play a full season, which has over 6,000 players, coaches, and staff without implementing the bubble concept. So the players have to produce two negative test results over the first four days of reporting into training camp. And on the fifth day, if both tests come back negative, players will begin daily testing and be allowed to enter the facility. After two full weeks of daily testing, if the positive rate is under 5%, then they will go to every other day testing. I got my first COVID test this week and I got it up the nose and I was so proud of myself for how well I did. I took it like a champ, not going to lie, but I can't imagine doing that every week going up my nose because I felt like you could feel it for multiple hours after. I'm itching my nose just thinking about it. Interesting report actually came out this week that the AMB Sports Entertainment, which oversees the Mercedes-Benz Stadium where Atlanta Falcons play, are going to allow fans in their games and limit the capacity, of course, because of the pandemic. And seating will be adjusted in order to comply with the six feet guidelines. When you think about six feet in between each seat, which is going to be three seats in between each fan, fans will not have anyone sitting directly behind them as a result of the setup. And also, there's going to be an entire empty row behind them throughout the entire stadium. That sounds so funny. And if that actually happens, I can't imagine it's going to be so spread out it that's going to be hilarious this is also kind of funny I'm not really sure how I feel about it this past Thursday the Washington NFL franchise team announced effective immediately it will call itself the Washington football team straight to the point not controversial whatsoever so you can't say it is since they're currently in progress to create a new team name and logo this is not permanent this is just what's going to be in place so the colors aren't going to change at all it will still use the burgundy and gold and the redskins logo on the helmet as of right now if they don't come up with a name and logo will just be replaced with the numbers and gold and the washington football team will have home uniforms in week one against the eagles if this is still a thing if they don't come up with a new name and logo yet there was a few different reactions on social media but in my opinion it is what it is i mean they need to put something there and why make up a new logo if they're going to change it anyways might as well just use this for now not rush it and keep the colors so fans can still support and represent the team however if we're talking teams logos and names going over to the nhl this past week the nhl announced which was known the seattle expansion team we knew that there was going to be an expansion team in seattle but we didn't have any information about the name or logo and they announced that this past week the new Seattle team is officially called the Kraken yeah I'm not making that up legit the name is called the Kraken some people really like the colors and the colors are nice the logo is a big s with an octopus tentacle going through it and an eye in it a little red eye everyone's calling the new arena is going to be the crack house and 
all of the fans are going to be called crackhead. But my dad and I are like, oh my gosh, Phil McCracken. If you have no idea what we're talking about, it's a dad joke and his name is called Phil McCracken. But congrats on the NHL and Seattle for now having the Kraken. I do think it will be cool though and it actually reminds me of one of the Premier Lacrosse League logos because it's nice, clean cut and it kind of has a smooth design to it. Quick thing with UFC, Mike Tyson announced that he is going to be making his comeback and going to fight Roy Jones Jr. in an eight-round exhibition in September. If you don't even know who Mike Tyson is as a fighter, that's fine. I will give you one thing you know him by. The first Hangover movie. He's the one with the tiger and the tattoo on his face, and that's all you need to know about him. We are going to wrap up our episode today, as always, with the Hoots and a Hollers and Sports Flicks of the Week. First up, we have our Hoots and a Hollers. Holla to NBA player on the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving. He started a 1.5 million dollar fund for WNBA players who decided to sit out of this year's season due to personal, professional, or health-related reasons. Thank you so much, Kyrie Irving, for leading the way and creating this amazing fun for the WNBA players. And this week's sports content or a sports flick, I've been going back and forth, is the Netflix three-part documentary of Aaron Hernandez. And honestly, I wasn't familiar with the story at all. And it was crazy. I had no idea that's what it was going to be about. And I'm not going to share much if you haven't seen it yet. But it is about a NFL football player who was charged for murder. And it's all about his trial and the reason behind it. So if you haven't checked it out yet, be sure to watch it on Netflix and let me know, DM me if you like it or if you have any thoughts on it. That is all I have for you guys this week, Monday, July 27th. Thank you so much for joining me. If you haven't yet, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast, leave and rate a review. And also you can follow me on Instagram at She's Got Balls Podcast. And then my personal Instagram is at Grace Curatolo and also on TikTok. Have an amazing week, people. We have so much going on. So be sure to check out a lot of lacrosse, baseball, hockey, soccer, you name it other than football is going to be on this week. Have a good one.